today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Hope springs eternal, I guess. Brand new year, uh, brand new optimism, of course, for the city of Hamilton. Uh, we're on a bit of a winning streak right now. Things have gone pretty well from a, an economic standpoint, an economic development standpoint especially, over the last couple of years. But can they maintain that kind of positive momentum? And what are some of the challenges that are uh, facing the city as we move forward into 2017? Well, to that end, we're pleased to welcome Chris Murray, City Manager for the City of Hamilton, to the Bill Kelly Show to talk about those. Chris, thanks for the time. Happy New Year, by the way. It's good to have you with us today. Yeah, same to you, Bill. Happy New Year. All right, we're we're feeling pretty good about this. It's been a couple of years right now of, of, of positive growth that we've seen. Uh, but uh, we want to go into this with eyes wide open. There are some major challenges facing the city this year. Yeah, there's uh, as there typically are, but... Uh you know, certainly we still have uh, infrastructure challenges, and uh, right now we have a, uh, a 2017 uh, budget challenge uh, that uh, we're going to have to address to try and keep taxes low. And uh, I'm sure your listeners understand why that is important to us, because we are so heavily reliant on the residential tax base to uh, pay for services that, uh, you know, not everyone can uh, afford uh, large increases, and so, uh, you know, we're very mindful of that. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about that tax uh, the, the level right now, because that's been problematic. And, and I know that there are some listeners right now that can remember back in the old days when uh, when the industries like Stelco and DeFasco and International Harvester and Firestone and everybody else down on Burlington Street was, was actually paying the majority of the taxes here. I think it was about a 60 to 40 ratio. Uh, my information is about 88% of the uh, the taxes collected come from residential right now. Is that an accurate number? Uh, 88. In fact, it might even be uh, slightly worse than that. In fact, uh, and, and just to put it in perspective, uh, the average in Ontario of uh, residential versus non-residential tax uh, uh, support is uh, about 83. So... Um, you know, uh, municipalities such as Burlington and even Oakville, for that matter, uh, have uh, are slightly less reliant on the residential tax base percentage-wise than than we are. So, and I, I say it could be getting worse because, uh, as you know, the actual assessed uh, assessment uh, calculation isn't done by the city of Hamilton. It's done by a provincial organization uh, called MPAC and uh, industrial. Uh, landowners are, are they challenge as, as you can imagine they challenge their tax assessment and uh, they've been fairly successful with those challenges so um, this is a problem and uh, just to you know just to put it in perspective if we wanted to uh, go one percent in the right direction meaning uh, take uh, go from 88 to 87 percent we would have to add in one year three uh, Arcelor, Mattel, Defasco's uh, to our to our tax rolls, so um, that would be, well. That's uh, not going to happen. We all know that. No, so I mean, it's you know, and I think you know, it's it's I think uh, very logical that we would want to uh, attack this problem because uh, with an aging population, household incomes are, are aren't going to continue to rise as people retire. Their household income is probably going to uh, reduce. And uh, and those are people that have good pensions. There's many people that don't have pensions and are going to rely on the, the federal and provincial government programs. And um, so, I mean, this is a very serious problem. And uh, we need to make sure that our our lands, our, our certainly our airport, uh, the lands around our airport, as well as, as probably you've read recently, the... Uh, uh, the Stalco property, and these are wonderful opportunities to attract businesses uh, that pay that non-residential tax 
and uh, and provide great jobs. And, well, let's uh, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that going forward because it, it looks, Chris, at, at, at first glance, as if there's a light at the end of the tunnel to do with the, the Stelco situation here. I mean, there's a buyer there. I know not everybody's enthralled with Bedrock, but I mean, they they seem to have some money. Uh, the province has decided on some sort of a partnership with them, although we're not even sure about all the details on that. You, you're sitting here right now. You weren't at the table for those negotiations. Uh, you're certainly an interested observer here, and the city could actually benefit greatly if uh, if those lands are put up for sale. Some We don't even know how much land is going to be available, though. What's the city's role, and what can you do going forward to, to, to try to move that process along? Uh, that's a great question, and uh, and I think how you characterize it is exactly correct. I mean, we weren't uh, uh, deeply involved in the court proceedings. Uh, these weren't lands that we owned or controlled. I mean, certainly we have planning, uh, uh, land use planning policy that has uh, some uh, effect on those lands, but other than that, we don't own them, we don't control them. Um, so I think details of how this uh, arrangement uh, is going to uh, work are going to unfold as, as the court makes decisions. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.